Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good afternoon, St. Louis DGS on KMOX. Two minutes past 1 p.m. Another pretty day. It's cold in here, though, right? It's not just me. A little bit. Kind of uh, chilly around the past there, hair. Um, <laughs> it's from a movie. Chilly around the what? Nothing. It's from a movie oh. that your parents wouldn't let you see. Yeah. <laughs> so all gone them. with the wind. It's called all of them. Realize we could do that with her. We could we could all get together. Make it a game? Yes, we could just like set up a language where we only talk in movie quotes or movies <laughs> since you didn't see. And I will say it's generally my choice because I think I was more of a prude than my parents. Like I think I was like, mm, I'm not going to watch yeah, that. Yeah, they seem a lot cooler than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had agree. Cooler. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but Shout they are cooler than you are. Dave and Donna. Um, I've been really busy this morning, and I've not heard the latest updates on Kansas City. I, I know they have the, the three guys, two of them are juveniles, uh, in custody. Do we know yet much of anything? Like, what if it was them, what the fight was what, over? I don't know what the fight was over, but I see, I've see i been seeing the reporting that it was just a beef amongst these guys. Yeah. Like, that's what it was, and they all shot all over the place. We don't know specifically who shot yeah. what, but none of them got hit. Right. And yet they shot 20, what was it, 20, 23. And 23. half of the victims are under the age of 16. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and obviously the, the the woman that died was a DJ in, in Kansas City. I saw City. that. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, would you expect anything different this time than any other time? Is there anything about this situation, that it was in the middle of the heartland, that it was Super Bowl, that it was kids, that it was... You know, anything about it make you any more hopeful? You, yeah, I mean, what happens about next? change? Um, the only thing, and Amy and I discussed it a little bit today, is because, see, stuff like this happens all the time. It happens in certain neighborhoods. You hear about it. You go about your day. You know, people get shot right. all the time, whatever. Uh, you move on. But this did happen in front of everybody. Happened in front of everybody when the country was watching uh, because the parade was mm-hmm. happening, and, and the NFL is a big deal in this country. Everybody knows when the Super Bowl's going on, Super Bowl parades. We pay attention. The whole world's watching. And that's all CNN and the news stations had on yesterday. So here's yeah. a you know, here's a shooting which appears to be uh, just a, I don't know if it's a gang thing or whatever, but it's getting national coverage. So my hope is that something substantive comes from it but i have to tell you i default back to everything else and just feel like no this yeah is, we this had a is... call yesterday that didn't make it on and we've said things like this you've said things like this rachel said things like this uh but the caller said uh appreciate the show doesn't matter what you guys think or say nothing's ever going to change until there's like a seismic change in our culture which could take generations yeah um 
That's and how it I feels. hate to admit it, but I, I, that rings true to me. Yeah, and and think about the other circumstances too. Not only was this really public, right? But I mean, well, how many people were there? Well, they say hundred thousand, but there were upwards of a million. There were a million right but in there that area, in area. But in that area, let's call it twenty thousand, yeah. twenty five thousand. How many hundreds of police officers are literally right there? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. How do they have? Well, they come from all all over. I was kidding. It was like we have like 150 or something. But like 800 police officers. Like if that, if all of that. Department of Homeland Security is is there. Is not an incentive to not pull out your weapon and start shooting at people. Then there is nothing that's going to stop. You're absolutely right. And I think that's one thing, too, that makes this. It's not more egregious because we have these calculated mass shootings that are evil and psychotic and awful on every level when you see what these mass shooters have written and just how demented they are. Then you see, like Ranj said, you know, on city streets, we do see shootouts between groups. You see gang violence, and you do kind of compartmentalize that too and say, well, these are two groups that have a beef with each other. But to see in a group of where a million people were gathered downtown in Kansas City, as you mentioned, all the law enforcement officers— that you have two groups have a beef with each other and have such a profound and utter disregard for human life, not just their own or those of others, but of anyone around them and all the kids, such a disregard for their futures, anything other than that moment that they will just start shooting into a crowd is shocking on a new level when you don't even think you can be shocked by the gun violence anymore. There's something so bizarre and perverted about that it, there that is you had a beef and yeah. you were like you're not even like let's take this somewhere else you're just gonna start shooting right there i don't know how that doesn't make your head explode well you know what makes and i hate that i had this thought but but the thought i was thinking about this last night and this morning i'm glad it was that and not somebody who got dressed up in tactical gear and said there are going to be several hundred thousand people oh, there I mean, that today. was what Vegas gonna, was, I'm, and this I'm would have been worse. I'm going to target yeah. people. Um, and that Vegas shooter killed, what, 60 people? Yeah. And this would have been 50. way worse. We kind of touched on that yesterday. I agree that it would have been worse had the people been there for the purpose of shooting innocent people. Yeah. But Still not good. I'm afraid the the way this went down is scarier to me. Say, for example, uh, Cardinals win the World Series and we have a big parade. Uh, I'm going to be more afraid of that kind of thing than I would be someone is playing this for a year and they're going to show up dressed like a weekend warrior. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and like Amy, you know, there are things there are. I don't understand people who uh, jump out of planes. I don't understand. You know, there's a lot of kinds of people I don't understand. Uh, but when it comes to something like this, and I understand, but I was a teenager. I did stupid teenager things, but I was raised well enough and I had a good enough brain that I wasn't going to throw away my whole life on something that myopic. And so to think that there are humans, the same species that we are, that would just on a sunny afternoon at a party pull out a gun and you know that at minimum your next Five years are screwed up. Even if you just pull out a gun and someone grabs you and that's you're just arrested for brandishing. Right. But then when you start firing that gun, there goes your next 10 years. You hit someone, there goes your next 20. You kill someone, maybe there goes your the rest of your life. It's uh, beyond puzzling. Yeah, I, I mean, and my, I want to be clear what I'm going to say is not a justification. It's just an understanding. People that do that 
they don't see that they have a future. They don't think that they do. So they don't care. They just don't care. Yeah. And I mean, similar, similar in that way to those mass shooters who go in, just want to die. I'm going to take out as many people as I can. They don't care. And I don't know how you fix that part. Yeah. How do you fix people that are in a place, whether it's, you know, mental illness, whether it's just bad people, whether it's people that are just criminals, they just don't care. Well, that's what the caller was saying yesterday is that that society and culture is just going to have to change. Uh, but I think it's going to have to change to a point the the way that we would look back on, hey, remember the Industrial Revolution? Remember when our great-grandpas worked in the coal mines when they were 10 years old? I don't think it's going to change in the next 5, 10 years. I think this yeah. is more like Phoebe Glover's 50 years old, and, yeah. and culture has really, really taken a change for the better. Well, I feel like I've already conceded that in my lifetime, this is just how it's going to be. Yeah. What, so well, I mean, what would you do? What can you do? Let's, another. Well, let's what, see, what can you do? The, uh, the, the biggest change in day-to-day life in my lifetime followed 9-11. And we've had so many incidents here that you would, um, you would think would rise to the level of a 9-11, right? I mean, you've got rooms of children being gunned down in schools. And it hasn't risen to the level of... Do we need something so big? And I don't mean need like we root for it, but like... To get what you guys are talking about, to get that change, does it have to be so big that it just changes everybody's mind? Well, I don't know that there's I, I, yeah, anything I, big enough. We had like 30 first graders killed. Right, but what, does it does it need to be 500? Does it need to be... But see, here's... I don't know. I'm just asking because... You know what it would? But in a case like that, it would most likely be terrorism. And if it's a terrorist act, we're not looking within. No, we'll that's be a like, good point. Oh, who are, it's, that's the them. We get to, we have to, we get to we have fight to, outward. We have to fight them. Yeah. But, you know, beyond all that, let's say that we agreed on something. Um, it would be like trying to get rid of all the light bulbs. I mean, we just there are too, we there are too many guns. Oh, you can't get rid of them. You can't get rid of them. We're never going to confiscate. And if we went back to a Bill Clinton era assault weapons ban, which again people get mad at me for saying it, but I personally don't care. I don't own an assault weapon. I don't have any interest in it. I know a lot of people do, and it's don't take it away from me just because they're crazy people or criminals. And I get the, I understand the logic there, but what I'm saying is if we did that. I wouldn't be super hopeful that things would change that much. Why? I, 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 one thing I've never under, of course, is I'm going to answer my own question because compromise is not allowed in our world. But how come we can't even compromise on something with the grandfather clause? If you already have it, you keep it. But we're talking about moving forward, yeah. making it more difficult. Even with that, though, and, and I agree with you. I agree with you. You should put up as many speed bumps as you possibly can from waiting periods to red flag laws. I, I, I agree with all those things. But I'm just saying that people like mass shooters, they're going to find a gun. They're going to get a gun. Now, maybe if it's like a 14-year-old kid and you don't buy it for him or you don't just have it out like the Sandy Hook, right? Yeah, well, like the Columbine kids, didn't they use their parents' credit cards to order them? Then you can make a difference. But if the right person decides to do it, they're going to do it. Right, right. And as far as keeping uh, criminals from getting handguns, good friggin' luck. And, And you're right on that. If a person is really determined to do it, they'll figure out a way to do it. 
um, that doesn't mean we shouldn't make it no. harder for other people to do it. Who, no, that's who like might, saying anyone who wants to drive 120 miles an hour on the highway can do it. Right, right. We have right. limits. No right, laws. Right. Let's just have no laws. Right. What's the purpose no, dr- of laws no drug laws. No, that's always been, no, the, nothing. It's always been the thing that kills me, right? Well, say that it won't work or it won't matter. Well, then why do we have drug laws? Yeah. Why do we have speeding laws? Why do we have any laws if you're going to say it won't stop enough? Stopping one would be great. Stopping ten why would is be it, great. Why is abortion illegal in a lot of states if you can just go somewhere else and get it? But a lot of these shooters that we've seen leave a an objectively obvious and egregious trail of clues or not even just clues of them blatantly saying, I'm going to do this. They're threatening. They're saying criminal things. They are um, showing such obscene behavior that like the CVPA shooting, the parents were begging the police, please right. take his gun. And our laws are so lenient that they couldn't do anything. I think even the smallest change to like, OK, well, let's have the a red flag law like they have in Florida, which they enacted after Parkland and which has been enacted like 6,000 or 7,000 times. And they still call Florida the gunshine state, but they have red flag laws. A, a red flag law here in Missouri might have saved lives in St. Louis. And I don't know, you go to the parent and say it's not worth it because who do you know that's exhibiting such flagrantly unstable behavior that you're like, yeah, we should allow that person to get a gun. The barrier, or I should say the burden of proof is so high for red flag laws that any law-abiding citizen should not be worried. 122 DGS. Uh, We're going to leave this uh, behind for uh, the moment because we have uh, our good friend Ian Mackey, who is a state rep, and uh, Senator uh, Carla May coming up in the 2 o'clock hour. They were both there. And they're going to tell us our stories. And Ian Mackey was also at the Boston bombing. Wow. So that's going to be really interesting to talk to Ian. He was so upset yesterday. We talked to him minutes after the shooting, and he was just too upset to go on. Uh, Brad Young's going to join us at uh, 2.30 to talk about all the legal things going on. Uh, oh, Anders uh, Walker, who is the St. Louis University law professor who I had such a good time with a couple weeks ago, is back on today at 4.30 to talk about the 25th Amendment Oh, and how you get rid of uh, presidents. Guess what? I'm older than the 25th Amendment. Oh. Yeah. I figured that, figured that was like 1800-something, 1967. Huh. And a lot of it was because of JFK. Not just because he was shot, but because he was doing all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people back then thought he was going to be blackmailed by Russia. Oh. And that was one. So, mm-hmm. so, so David was Camelot. How is that possible? I know. So I had... <laughs> Get a bad back. Leave him alone. <laughs> this was... The statistic was so shocking to me, I had Andrew fact check it. Uh, In 2022, uh, 10 people were killed by handguns in Japan, 50 in Great Britain, 47 in Switzerland, 611 in Canada, 105 in Israel, 41 in Sweden, and 38,658 in the U.S. How many? 38,658. If you take out the suicides, it's 18,000. But altogether, gun violence taking lives in the U.S., almost 40,000. Now, here's what I would say about that. Um, I do believe a, a gun is a tool. Uh, when people say, like, people don't, you know, you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. I, I agree with that. So let's talk culture. What the hell is wrong with us? What's wrong with us that 40,000 people as opposed to 10? There's something wrong with us. Yeah. 
I mean, I think there are a number of things. I mean, each one of those countries. We're going to not talk about it now. We're talking about it. That's my fault. Each one of those countries is, a lot of them are smaller than most of our biggest states. So it's a little bit more of a community as opposed to 300 million people stitched together across one of the largest land masses on the planet. So they can link arms and say, so this more, is what we believe. And they're more li- like, I, I don't know if that's exactly right, but I mean, the idea is that you're much more, you're closer to your neighbor. You're more like your neighbor. You're more like the person that lives somewhere else as opposed to, and I don't mean that in a human way. I mean, in a, in a cultural way, because where we are, everything is different. I'm not, this is not necessarily good or bad. I'm just saying it is a bigger challenge in that regard. But why is it forbidden to try to learn something from places that do something better than we do? Well, we're the only country that has more guns than people. We have 120 guns for every 100 people in the country. And you can... But Canada's got a lot. It's not that. Canada's got a lot of guns, but they have no violence like that. We have way more than they do. It's not by a lot, though. I think think. it is. I think it's we're the only country that has more guns than people. And we can't pretend like that's not part of the equation, but it's the only part of the equation that people don't want to talk about. But it is a problem. Yes, mental health is an issue. Yes, we have a cultural issue. Yes, we also have a gun problem. It could be all those things at once. And, and I don't know so why we can't Ron, acknowledge you're, you're it. right. They have a lot, but that's not close to us. Their guns here are so easy to get. They're so accessible. They are one of the most accessible things that you can get. I mean, it's harder. I think it's harder to get your ears pierced than it is to buy a gun. I mean, it's ridiculous how how accessible they are. That's why we're not saying take guns away from law-abiding citizens. As I mentioned, the red flag laws, the burden of proof is very, very high. We, If someone's exhibiting behavior where you have family and friends, I mean, this is what we talk about as a community is, you know why we have gun violence because family and friends and neighborhoods are broken. Yeah, so when family and friends and neighborhoods go to the police and say please, this person is threatening to do something soon with a gun you need to be able to take that gun away and the police say, sorry, we have no recourse, that's an issue. Wow, I, I just I didn't know this, maybe you guys did. I'm looking at the chart, you know, the, the, the civilian guns per capita. So they're 300, uh, see, the population is 330 million. 300, well, this, this, this was maybe, this might not be exact, but this is 392 million is what it says on this chart. For guns? Guns. Yeah. How many of those do you think are registered, according to this, as of 2017? So it might be different now, but not, not a lot. One million. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that part could be the part we fix. If like 99% of the guns in the United States are not registered, I don't know if that's true, but this, I'm looking at the small arms survey uh, from 2017. That seems like a big problem. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 133 dgs let's talk some sports uh, i'm gonna do some cardinal stuff here and uh, we'll do this really quick because i've been People are going to think I'm in love with Taylor Swift because I've just been all, I've been all over Travis Kelsey. Uh, Wheels and I went at it over his whole thing about uh, what he did with Andy Reid. Um, and then uh, he was drunk as a skizunk uh, at the party yesterday. Um, here's a little bit of sound of him regaling us. I sold up in booze and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. Okay, we I have a very simple point. Very simple point. Time and place. When there are kids there, I don't think that's appropriate. I understand you won the Super Bowl. I understand that we won the Stanley Cup. I understand they're grown men. I understand they're drinking. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not a prude. But I'm the kind of person that if I take my kids, especially smaller kids, to like a Cardinals game and drunky Magoo's in front of me who's <laughs> celebrating the F word, then it's just like, come on, dude. You don't have to be this guy. Yeah. I don't know. My, I went to my mom's house yesterday and she goes, uh, they shouldn't be allowed to drink until after all of this, but, uh, which was kind of adorable. Uh, but I don't, I don't know how you stop it. I, I do. You can't. I mean, hey, you can hey, tell them, hey boys, you're professionals. You have kids yeah. here. Uh, you could say I that mean, to they them, used but to be allowed to drink not. in the clubhouse, and you took that away because bad things happened after that. Well, that just means you don't supply it. But it's not like they wouldn't bring their own. Am I the only one that's bothered by super drunk no. professional athletes I around guess I'm kids? I'm just used to it. I, I don't know. No, I agree. I'm used to it, but I don't, I've never liked it. Uh, but, I mean, there were a whole lot of people, a lot of really famous hockey players in town 
That's yeah, a pretty I thought, damn I drunk on then, the podium. Too. I thought it was wrong. Then, we too. went blues. Yeah. You, uh, Brett Hull, were, you could say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holly, knows, Holly had everybody had some knows drinks. Brett Hull was hammered. No, I know. That's and what I'm saying. Two of them were uh, were not 21. Uh, there were some 19. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Very drunk. yeah. And yeah. then there were some of them uh, who were getting sick on the parade route. Which I, just, was also I feel gross. like I'm in deeply Ugh. in the minority here, but it does bother me. If yeah. it were like a grown up thing or on your own or when they go to Vegas or party, whatever it is. Great. Yeah. Do whatever you want. When, yeah. Who is it through the Lombardi trophy in the, the ocean or Gronk? something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when you got a bunch of like third grade kids there, and I, and I also think there's a difference between being drunk and being Travis Kelsey drunk. Right. Yes. I mean, there's, I, I don't have a big deal with guys having fun and drinking some beers and stuff, but yeah, don't, you don't have to get, you don't have to get blank faced. Right. I mean, can you not just have fun without real, being real, like that? Real question. And and by the way, if you're new to the show, I'm not Abraham Lincoln. OK, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not Jimmy Swagger. I'm closer to Jimmy Swagger. Than Abraham <laughs> That's going to be like, oh, uh, but do we have role models for kids anymore outside of the parents? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Taylor Swift. I mean, depend. You want you mean like celebrities and sports people and things? Yeah, and I, I would happily have my kids. I mean, overall. Oh, you mean as a whole group? Yeah, I don't think we ever did. We just didn't know. So I mean, like Mickey, Mickey, like fake. you go back to the good old days. Mickey Mantle was not a good guy, and no, he, and, but he, he and, it. and his no, but in his books, he'll tell you. I mean, I, I've seen him interviewed saying, "Don't ever be like me, kids." Yeah, I mean, he was drunk all the time. He was a womanizer. He beat up his wife. I mean, like th- those things all existed. We just didn't know because back then. Sports reporters that covered teams were largely them. well. They were also some of them paid by the teams. Yeah. So it wasn't until later on that newspapers started paying the reporters themselves instead of the teams paying them, uh, paying the reporters to get that in the paper because originally the newspapers didn't even care about it. They yeah. didn't care if sports were there or not. So the teams paid for it. So we didn't know all this. I would argue that's never been the case because forever you had violent racists. And bad dudes and all kinds of people, and we just didn't know it. Job is it anyone's obligation, even informally, to be a role model? I would, I would argue that it is, but I don't know that we can make it mandatory, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that you can legislate that, but right. I mean, I don't think you can like force someone to be it, but I think it's not, it's not unfair to expect, like as part of the job. It doesn't mean you have to be a saint. It just means don't get like that. You know, I'm thinking of the story. Do you guys remember, and, and uh, Kevin, you wouldn't have been here, but Dave, you might remember it, and I'm very foggy on the details, but in the press box at Bush Stadium, they used to make Bush beer and Budweiser available to the press after the game so you could be writing your story or whatever and yeah. then go grab some beer, and a couple of guys got in a fight. Do you, did you hear about this I've story? I've heard the story, but I don't know I it well. don't remember who it was that was covering the game uh randy used to tell the story all the time but two guys like they got a fist fight and so then the they just said okay no more beer in the press box after games yeah uh we can't have you guys fighting each other i had a major cardinals coach that everyone's gonna know who i'm talking about but i won't say who said that they had kegs uh right outside the dugout to keep them from doing drugs (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) yeah Basically, it's like, well, it's better that than cocaine, so have a beer on the third inning. So, No, I, I get where you're coming from, Dave. I'm just so used to being the aberration here or like an anachronism when it comes to 
what's right or wrong or what have you. Hey, but- wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just insulted all of us. <laughs> Shamey's back. <laughs> no, no, I just like if I have a thought like that, I'm like, well, I'm the only one with that thought. But I also think she did it again. I think- <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps doubling down. He's ne'er do wells. No. What? I thought I was the only good person in the room. But <laughs> turns out there are so others. Shot, so shocked that Dave has standards. I've encouraged myself with standards. This whole time. Thank you, Miss Amy. And she'd been Jesus and been like, okay, losers, look. I know that none of you are like me, so let's just get this out of the way. Oh, but what, one thing I was going to say, honestly, it would be interesting to survey the crowd because what I've been surprised at is, how many parents are fine with underage kids drinking? They're like, well, as long as they're at our house drinking, I don't care. So if if at home parents don't care if kids are drinking or they have parties or they just accept it. Yeah, I'm going to bet that. Now, I know this is really, that would be high school. I would bet not. 75% of parents who were there would think it's totally, totally cool. I, I do think I'm in the minority, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a, you know, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't require a congressional hearing, but. Yeah, maybe maybe tone it down a bit. It's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Uh, Cardinals, we have some an interesting quote from Mozilla. Yeah, uh, so th- I, I'm reading it in Derek Gould's story today. I know we've had some of the audio from Matt. We'll talk to Matt Pauley later on today, um, live from Jupiter. But it's interesting because Mo was talking about free agents coming to town and how you know they've been playing up how important it is that the guys that they brought here, Sonny Gray, Lance Lynn, uh, Kyle Gibson, Matt Carpenter, the, the guys they brought back they brought in in the offseason – want to be here like they specifically wanted to be cardinals and mo uh, now th- this was said at winter warm-up it's coming up again now because we're seeing all these guys but at winter warm-up he said guys who want to be here usually have good outcomes guys that we're begging to come here don't and i, I even then it's a while back but mm-hmm. even then i thought well that's an odd thing and now that it's coming back up again, and because they're all reporting and talking about how they wanted to be there. How do you translate that? I don't know. I, I, I You know get- what it sounds like to me? It sounds like, hey, just because we pay the most money for a player doesn't mean they're going to play well. So, so that's a reason for us to not do it. That's um, And I don't know if that's what he's getting at. Because, you know, people want the team, and I get it, and I think it's it's reasonable to go get the premier free agent. And the Cardinals have been pretty averse to doing that with the exception of, you know, like the top mid-tier yeah. free agent available because you don't always have the prime. You don't always have a Bryce Harper available. Right, to you. right, right, right. Sometimes right. it's just Dexter Fowler. Right. Who was a good player but wasn't great mid-tier guy. They'll pay for that. They won't pay for Bryce Harper. And maybe maybe that's what he's talking about. Maybe he's saying that... Where the difference is the money? Yeah. That if the money is the factor... And we're we're paying for a guy to come here by throwing a bunch of money at him. It doesn't always work out. In fact, it may not work out. We want the guys who when, want to be here. We were trying to figure it out, though. How many of those have there even been where you're like, they were only here because know. the Cardinals made the best offer? Because I don't think that was the case with Contreras. Contreras actually took a contract that was pretty reasonable compared to what people It was expected. reasonable, and he it, did want to be here. Yeah, right, right. And he was very clear about that. Like, he was trying to recruit the team in free agency, right? When they went to meet with him, he was telling them, I want to be there. I want to follow Yachty, all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to think of the examples of how many guys yeah, that they brought in from the outside in, in free agency, right? Because that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about guys you develop. They don't have any choice. They're going to be where they're going to be, and they're happy to be anywhere in the big leagues when they're coming up. Because I can't think of many. I mean, like Dexter Fowler is like the example. 
some relievers, but they were never big money guys, you know? I mean, everybody goes back to Brett Cecil, but that was, you know, it's not like a big signing. Any stories at all yesterday, today? No, and this is the thing I always want to bring up in spring training. No news is good news early. No The only news now will be bad. If there's news today, it's not going to be good news, barring the exception of like, hey, we agreed to a contract extension with Paul Goldschmidt, which probably isn't going to happen like right away, but something that could in spring training, just theoretically. But typically, like... Is this his last season? He is, Yeah, he's a free agent at the end of the year. And What would you do with him if you were Mo? Man. It's hard to... I would wait. I would not do it in spring training unless it was really team-friendly. If it's really team-friendly, and it's nothing against Goldie, it's an age thing, right? He's getting into his mid-30s, and last year was a bit of a down year. If this is a bounce-back year, then I'm going to be talking to him in July, like, hey, let's get something done, man. Let's... Keep you around for another couple of years. Let's have you retire as a Cardinal. But if it's another down year, I might want a new first baseman next year. Yeah. You know, I think that, that I How wouldn't be rushed. How many years uh, He's got two, I think, left this year and next year. I saw an article today. Of course, it was one of my phone articles, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. I, someone gets on my phone and writes crazy articles about <laughs> It just sends them to you. It does, yeah. yes. Uh, but he was in the top three most overpaid Cardinals. I wonder how you thought about that. I mean, it's fair con- considering where he was last year in terms of performance, right? I mean, um, trying to remember the... But overpaid is relative. Well, relative to production, right? So as an example, um, when, you, when you look at him compared to other guys uh, on the team, Miles Michaelis is your fourth highest paid player. He's making $18 million a year. Now, you shouldn't be a number one starter for $18 million a year, but you should be better than you were last year. But there's not that. This is the thing. How many guys could you even say it about? Like, who's overpaid? I mean, the, the highest paid guy well, is Nolan, Nolan Arenado, right. and he's a star. Next highest is Goldie. Well, he was just an MVP. You know I mean? Like, those guys are performing. Sonny Gray is next, but he hasn't even pitched for you yet. Uh, Contreras and Contreras was fine last year. He was the what other, he was supposed to be. The other two, interestingly, were Lynn and uh, Gibson, which is really interesting because they haven't pitched yet. Right, it's kind of an odd thing. And I don't. I mean, I don't know. To me, I don't know what you think, Ronge, but a starting pitcher at twelve million dollars a year or ten million dollars a year is not overpaid. Not anymore. I mean, that's like a fifth fifteen starter. years ago. That was a lot of money. Yeah. It's, it's just not anymore. If we're talking a, a thirty-five or a forty million dollar a year player. Then you could probably say overpaid, but what it, what happened? Why? <laughs> I mean, other jobs have this hasn't happened to. Well, I mean, other sports even. So, like baseball revenues go back. Let's go. What do you say, Ranch? Ten years ago, they were probably a seven or eight billion dollar a year business. Now they're twelve billion. TV rights have been a big part of that. Some of it is gambling now. Uh, they've gotten more international money, but the the money is so much bigger, so everything else is bigger. So, you know, it also that's why it makes me laugh. I think fans are really slow to catch up to this because I feel like we're always fighting this fight on Twitter or whatever. Like they'll be like, if you're paying somebody twelve million, that's a fifth starter, man. Yep. I'm sorry, but that's not like a number one starter is thirty five to forty million dollars. A number two is more in that sunny gray range, the twenty five AAV. Mm-hmm. Like that's a two. You know, 20, 22 to 30 is that. And you're and if you're in the upper teens, you should be maybe a three. And teams have the money. It's not like, oh, yeah. It's not like Miles Michaelis is breaking the Cardinals. No. 152 DGS. Can I please have permission to mention the Kelsey brothers one more time? Sure. It's not about them, <clears throat> it's about fame. And yes, I get the difference. Doy. But 
it's fascinating to me how uh, Jason Kelsey uh, likes to take his shirt off <laughs> and wear Mexican wrestling ma- uh, masks and run around drunk and woo and all that kind of stuff. And everyone's like, he's the best. Isn't he just the friggin' best? Whereas if your husband did that at your sister's wedding, you'd be like, we need a brief separation. <laughs> oh. like you took your shirt off and you put on a Mexican wrestling match. Yeah. Mask. We really. The things you can get away with with fame, man. Right? Yeah. Not just get know. away with. I'd be like. Celebrate. You're the, you're you don't think at some absolute. weddings that would be celebrated? Sounds kind of I mean, awesome. I know some people. Maybe my wife puts up with a lot. Boy, I'm hoping you don't in, you don't uh, invite any of us to your wedding because she just gave us not just permission, but uh-huh. she said things would be kind of awesome. Uh, there's gonna be booze at uh, your wait, wedding, right? There's a fountain cannonball. <laughs> it's not gonna be a dry wedding, is it? No, it's oh, not gonna be God. a dry wedding. Wait, the, we can drink during the wedding. That's awesome. Well, the reception. I'm just kidding. Well, do you mean the reception? I'm just kidding. I think during the wedding, the shirt off. No, would the be wedding bad. is. <laughs> but the, the reception. Just put a bow tie on. Shirtless with a bow tie. The flask is for the wedding. Oh, that's a good point. Right. Yeah. Right. Forgot about that. Yeah. We had sort of a, a little miniature debate today. Uh, our buddy Trish Gazelle was in um, for a meeting, and it came up somehow. I, I don't know if you were in there or not. Maybe it was just Steve Moore. Uh, <laughs> So many tens of thousands of people online were saying that they brush their teeth with hot water. What? What? Yes. Someone said, who are these freaks brushing their teeth with cold water? I'm like, well, me. And then evidently, like, everyone was like, no, no, no. It always has to be hot. I think mine's... Do they rinse with hot water, too? Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What, what else do you do with water when you brush your teeth? Well, I mean, like, I, they're brushing. Yeah, I guess I just like put it under the. I've put my toothbrush under hot water before, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's, yeah. Am I just like warm ish room temperature, just, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, when I flip the handle up and it comes <laughs> out, that's all I it is. Feel. I mean, I don't need it yeah. to be cold. But like, hot seems like a bit. See, here's yeah. the thing. Like, I just Google this now, and in five seconds, I found out the temperature of the water that you use when you brush your teeth doesn't matter. That's from the, the American dentist group, okay. whatever. I so it, it doesn't really matter. All that is are people that are like, well, I need hot water to take a shower, so I'll be getting I, I my teeth more, cleaner. See, and that's it. I'm oh, more intrigued by the people wait. brushing their teeth in the shower. That's what I was going to oh, say. Yeah, it's well. so gross to me. I, Why? It's, oh, people eat. Ugh. Ugh. Well, I don't, Kramer was preparing food in there. I had no idea people brushed their teeth in the shower until like, like friends were talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, you brush your teeth I don't in do the it, shower? but why is that bad? It's just weird. The shower head, I don't, the shower head water, I don't know. <laughs> it's the same water as the sink right next to it. Yeah, it's going right in your mouth. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels wrong. The brush is, the toothbrush is perfect. Do you brush your teeth in you the can shower? Brush, you can brush your teeth and then get to the really hard to reach place. Exactly. <laughs> what, you guys don't use your toothbrush for that? Just me? Okay. Only when I'm done with it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you're right. I read the clock wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta I thought you were just we're contemplating the toothbrush. We've got to get David a we, class on we, time. I need, I, you know what? People my age need a refresher. <laughs> just like maybe a two-week course where things like, this is how you read a clock. Is there anything in life you just clock? want to start over? Uh, there are very few things I don't <laughs> really. I feel like you I got to... like three things I'm happy with. You yeah. kidding me? Oh, so many things. I'm in my 40s. I'm like I don't want to start over with anything. Uh, by the way, Ian Mackey, our our buddy who does the Think Tank, who was there yesterday uh, during the shooting and was also in Boston uh, during the Boston bombing, has made it in live. So that's great. So he made the trip here to be with us live. So he'll be on next. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.